First of all, the Techno Beat podcast and Dooftube would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, as we are honoured to have the opportunity to record this episode from Bunwarong country for you today. We acknowledge the traditional countries of the Jar Jar Warong and the Wadawurrung peoples. We pay respect to their ancestors, elders past and present, along with today's descendants that carry on the living culture and ensure its survival for future generations. Uh, Bajonio, beautiful beings, and we are going to get straight into this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, just apologies, there are a few little mic issues in this one, so there is a little bit of bumping and stuff going on, but we did our best to fix it all. Uh, please subscribe to all of our wonderful pages, doofTube.com, trendsoff.com, and follow us on Insta at trendsoffmusic and at doofTube Live. Now, let's get straight into it. Thanks for downloading. And listen out for the end, where we've got a banging new track of the week from one of the best local artists getting around. Have a great one. (laughs) Making her way to the mic. Five foot two. From St. Helena's Secondary College. She is the dirt floor diva, Melbourne Northside side pioneer, Miss... Welcome to the show. Bonjourno, beautiful beings. Miss Jade is in the house. Welcome to the Fangtropolis studios here of the TV podcast, Miss Jade. Oh, hi. What an intro. It's great to have you here. It is a kind of gloomy late summer's day here, late February in St Kilda East. Miss Jade's come rocking in. She's got the brand new jacket. How about you describe what your what you're running today. I like to describe the guests. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going for my comfy everyday pants with a cheeky top mm-hmm. because that's how I roll. Uh, and uh, my brand new uh, $20 vintage Def Leppard jacket. Def so, Leppard jacket. And you're going to yeah. tell us your favourite Def Leppard j- song later I on, right? I can't think of it off the top of my head. I knew yeah. you were going to ask me this. And she's got the nice, crisp, straightened hair. She's yeah, ready to rock and I'm roll. I'm fresh. I'm ready to go. Um, if anyone wants to know how sexy I'm looking, you can go to trendsoff.com and <laughs> check out also at DoofTube Live and at Trent Off Music on the Instas to see uh, the promo, which you no doubt is why you've clicked on this in the first place. We've also got our producer, Julian, is in the house. Yay. Hey, Julian. And our new substitute interim producer, better than Julian, to complete the Triple J action we've got today, Jesper Robinson. Jesper, Yay. welcome. Hello. <laughs> first time here, Jesper can spin some tunes, but he is going to be filling in whilst Julian's away for a few months if he can somehow manage to get through this next hour. So good luck, Jasper. Uh, anytime either of you boys have any questions as well, just fire in. Just put your, um, I was going to say hand up, but you just put your mouth right on the mic and just get into it. So <laughs> Miss Jade, first of all, yes. St. Helena Secondary, is that right? Yeah, that's where cool. I went to school. Yep. So three quick questions. Where, so, where, where were you born? I was born in Melbourne, Melbourne East. Yep. And when's your birthday? 21st of October. And favourite action hero? Oh, like are we going Marvel or DC? Quick questions. Oh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, so w- here we are. We've come in. We've had a very big summer. Let's kick it off, I guess, first and foremost. Uh, you've had a little Australian tour. Tell us where you've been and yeah. wh- uh, we'll get to where, where what's coming up soon. But Yeah, I, um, yeah I've had an amazing last festival season. Well, it's mm-hmm. still going to nearly to its end. Yep. Um, so I've done nearly every state in Australia except mm-hmm. for Northern Territory and Tassie. Yep. Uh, they missed out on me this time, but, mm-hmm. you know, next time. They count as states. Yeah, they really count as states. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did Fireworld in Perth, did Dina Activated in Adelaide, did Elements in Queensland, yep. did Burning Seed in uh, New South Wales, and then I've done a few here in Victoria as well. And yep. um, yeah, one more to go next weekend. Have you had a favourite? Oh, uh, to be fair, um, it's really hard to choose because they've all been super different. I really liked the people that put together DNA Activated from uh, Adelaide. I'd never played there before, never mm-hmm. met them before. Yep. They were really great for um, the people that were trying to run it and put it together for their first go. Yeah. Really vibe uh, on their energy. Yep. So is that just a single stage or? Uh, yeah, it was, no, it was two stages. Yep. Uh, so the main stage and then a second stage. Um, but they put a really lot of effort into their main. Um, cool. so it was really hard to pick cause in Perth, I've done firewall before and the guys over there just know how to throw a party, man. <laughs> and they know how to throw a party and it's full, like, you know, secret, you get the text and the, Ooh, um, proper it, off the grid. Yeah. Total off the yep. grid. Uh, but then Elements, I'd, I'd never played there before. Yep. Three years running, one of the best run festivals mm-hmm. outside of Victoria I've ever experienced. Yeah, well, their yeah. stage was amazing, wasn't it, with all the cogs and everything oh, like that? Oh, it yep. was. And I, I got to play on there, yeah. like, uh, as the last, like, one of the last locals on the last day. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Awesome. Crazy. So yeah. it's really hard to pick because... What I've done so far, that was yep. like, yeah, they were highlights. A couple of guys I met up there, we actually featured on our Perspective After Dark show last week, Cyborg and Gigabit. Oh, did you have Cyborg? Yeah. yeah were, they, um, were they involved with the Adelaide one as well? Because uh, they're from South Australia. No, so they're friends with the guys that run it, yep. um, but they didn't play. Okay. But they're good friends with them, yep. yeah. So they helped out with a few other things. Yeah. So around your travels, I guess, what other artists from interstate have you come across that we should probably be looking out for? Oh, I've got a few faves. So I've, I feel like I'm a bit spoiled because I'm really good friends with them as well. And they've yep. been such like a big part of my like scene, like my local... Um, I would say community. Yep. Uh, so like Stompsy from Tassie, mm-hmm. so Sean, uh, Cam Volkeen from oh, Sydney. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Oh, James Corbett yep. uh, and Adam Stapleton, who are originally from Adelaide, but James moved to Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're legends. Um, Luke Caspoli from Perth uh, yep. as well. Um, yeah, I would definitely say those boys. As well, for females though, two in particular, I would definitely say Simone Mack, so yep. uh, Violet Eve. Yep. From Adelaide, and then you got Lacey as well. Um, she's now moved to Sydney, so Fractal Fairy. Cool. Uh, yeah, so yep. I would say they're definitely you, you definitely li- artists to watch. So are they? Uh, can you link us to them, or have you got some sets with some of their tunes online? Or that we can yeah, check out? I will definitely link them yep. to you. For yeah, sure. when we post it up, we'll put it in the comments then. Hundred percent, sure. definitely. Cool. Um, fantastic. So. Uh, Another quick one that we like to start off with. What were you listening to on the way over here? I was listening to Triple M. <laughs> really? <laughs> I actually Shazammed a song and I was like, I haven't heard this in so long. Do you want to hear it? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe I was listening to Triple M? Can, can, can you make us try and guess it before? Like, yes. Well, yeah. Are you going to guess the track? Well, are you going to give me a hint? <laughs> I can give you a hint. Yeah. I'm okay, guessing if you it? haven't heard it for a while, early 2000s, it's like pop ballets or like. Nah, um, older. Oh, like mid 90s. Uh, Older. Oh, Triple M. Well, yeah, it could be anything. Aussie? Oh, I think I think they're Aussie. Live. Dolphin, the Dolphins <laughs> Cry. I can't remember. I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. I haven't heard it for years. Uh, in year eight French, we had to translate a song. That was a, a way of learning French was yeah. to pick a song, and I picked Lightning Crashes. Really? Uh, and that is how I learned what a placenta is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was, uh, I was like, yeah, my year eight teacher's like, oh, here we go. So, yep. Uh, fantastic. So that is, a, that is an absolute pearl though, uh, Dolphins. Dolphins cry, isn't it? 
When dolphins cry? Yeah, dolphins cry. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get straight into show and tell. Have you listened oh. to any of our pods before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Good, because that is a prerequisite of being in here unless you're a superstar <laughs> international. Um, which one have you listened to? That was... Oh, oh see now. I put her on the spot. You, I'm really... You can't put me on the spot like Okay, this. come on. No, I can't, I can't remember, but it That's was... Right. Um, all of them should be in the answer. Obviously, all easy. of them. Yeah. So what we like to do for those playing at home uh, is we have photos that will appear instead mm-hmm. of me asking you a question, we're just going to pop a picture up and people can see what picture we're talking about at trentoff.com slash Jade will be the Ooh. website. So uh, first things first, well, actually, let's, while the boys are getting the picture up, we'll give it a cheers. We've got the lovely Bloom Sparkling Iced Tea. What flavour have you got? I've got Lemon Myrtle with Elderberry and Ginger. Oh, I've got the Inca Berry and Apricot. So big shout out to Jarrah Stefanos, the nice. uh, Volpa boys. They're super nice. I'm enjoying on. mine. Yes, they are very delicious. And so here we go. Back okay. to, well, perhaps where it all began. You'll have to uh, make that. Yep. And then just drag the other one across. Here we go. Oh, my God. Now, you love the gym. Is this a photo of your first ever time in a gym? Uh, that was me demonstrating some exercises at the first place I ever had a personal training job. Okay, so yeah. where, where is this? Genesis Doncaster, which is now bulldozed. 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 Yep. Uh, so what was your first job? Uh, so my very first job. Uh, was actually working at a pizza shop for five years. Went every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Which one? It's called La Sierra and Diamond Creek. Shout out. Dymo. <laughs> okay. So is that uh, Diamond Valley Eagles is the basketball team down there for those there who is? don't know? Yes. yes. My uh, sister used to play for them. Ben Harvey and the Harvey family for Dymo, for, oh. from Dymo. They're uh, big influences in my life. Oh, uh, that's where I grew up. That's my hood. So there you go. So yeah. when I say where you're from, you go Mount Benist. You know, nah, you know what they say to me? They're like, oh, you can take. The girl out of Dymo, but you can't take Dymo out of the girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, oh, we see his diamonds. Um, shine bright like a creek. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so we've seen you at the gym there. We'll keep yep. keep moving through. So, the next one. How old were you there, you reckon? Uh, I was definitely 18. Yep. And is that the last time you had brown hair? Uh, no, I, I actually got it again, but longer. Oh, Real okay. Flopping. All right. Well, let's see, because that might be in the next one. No, it's not. This was also a... Um, That's a brown-haired moment. Yeah. Um, yep. You amongst a lot of people in bright yellow here. Yeah, so, that was the V8 supercars. Yep. I was a front row V8 supercar girl. Yeah. So what other like uh, promo, I guess, not promo, but like industry type show busy gigs have you done in the past? Yeah, I've done the Gatorade 100. I did yep. Sexpo recently. Yep. What did I've, you do at Sexpo? I DJed actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had me DJ. So I was like... Gonna take that. Just DJ my lingerie for a weekend. Loved it. <laughs> That's the standard doof attire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really. <laughs> but I get to wear it like out in like public. Did Love you get it. someone to give you like stuff to try on and like? Oh, um, I just went around all the stalls and just so and they knew I was the DJ, so they oh. let me try on anything I wanted. It was great. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Did they take any of it home? Uh, no, they didn't. Oh no, but oh. the people that ran Sexpo gave me heaps of stuff. Oh, perfect. So they were amazing. They gave me this cute little like cropped hoodie. I was like, yep. that's so me. So if we need a dick straw, you're the person who's going to go exactly. See. Yeah. I can awesome. definitely help you out with that. Yeah, cool. Um, what sort of music did you play at Sexpo? I played a range of things. I I'm played... horny, horny. <laughs> I actually played it. I had a list just for like stripper songs because anything I played to the public got played to the strippers behind me in the room that you had to pay to go in. Oh, true. So I did play a couple of like, you know. A bit of raunchy ones. uh, Yeah, I even played 
candy shop by 50 yep. Cent. <laughs> AO technology is the go-to on that one. She's a working girl. She worked a pool. She broke it yeah, down. She'd take it, it slow. See? That's yeah. a good track no, too. Right. I've never been to a strip club, but I could know what tunes I would play <laughs> if I was ever a DJ in one. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, next picture, please. All right. Who is File? Okay, so that's an alias of mine, uh, Fial. It's actually the acronym for the tattoo on my hand, which Fial. says Fear is a Liar. Okay. And uh, so I was playing a lot of trap under that name yep. because I dig trap music hard. I used to like, mm-hmm. um, produce it, but I never released anything. Yep. And I, um, yeah, just really wanted to get into it. There's only It was only a very small trap scene here in Melbourne. Yep. And I got into it, but then it died off, and yep. so, so did my alias. But I've rebranded, actually, that yep. now. Have you? Yeah, I've just rebranded. It's called Wonderkind. So I play house, disco. Yep. I'll definitely play trap if I get some bookings yeah. for that. There's a bit of trap at Elements, wasn't there? Pardon? There's a fair bit of trap yes, at Elements on the there first was. night. So in yeah. the state, it's so much bigger, like yeah. Queensland and Sydney mm. especially. A little bit now. A little grimy so kind of. Yeah. yeah a lot I'm of the so UK influence, I reckon, on mm. that. Yeah. I'm quite eclectic with my music taste. So, so that track, The X, there's yeah. a lot of dog barking in that. There's a lot of dog barking in that. Did you produce that one? I did. Yep. Um, it was about my ex. <laughs> okay. And I use the um, the X Files melody. Remember that? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I um, re um, did that, and yeah, that was that. Track. So if you go onto Miss Jade's SoundCloud and <laughs> scroll down, you'll see a picture of her with her bright red hair and yep. the F I A L the X. Have a listen to that one. Yeah. So there we go. We send people to the cloud. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll keep it, keep it, keep it coming, boys. Oh my God, this we got is the so du- funny. the double J producers on the roll. <laughs> So what does this picture say? It says, sunshine, moonlight, and good times boogie. <laughs> Don't blame it on the sunshine. <laughs> so where was this? This was at a warehouse party years ago. I don't even have tattoos then. Right. Uh, that is my best friend, Shorty, who also doesn't have tattoos. Then we're mm-hmm. both heavily tattooed. Yep. And there's a, we're actually, we actually come in a trio. Okay. She lives in Perth. I live in Melbourne. My other best friend, who's also covered in tattoos, mm-hmm. she's a little pocket rocket, is sleeping in my car right now. Okay. She's, she's from Sydney. I just picked her up. She had two hours sleep. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so she, they're my best friends from high school. Yep. So And we're just at a warehouse rave. Yeah. And judging by the – you can't really see the title I've put there, but – that poses my question. When did you go from nightclub frother to uh, DJ fun booker, <laughs> I guess? So, because when, when, essentially, when did you start DJing? Because yep. now you look like you just love the party. I just love, yeah, I just love yep. going out then. Uh, I was also quite a regular at, an, uh, at a club night called Poison Apple. Mm-hmm. At the time, and yep. they were at the original. I think we've got place. a picture from there as well. Yeah, you probably would. Yep. I, there's so many. I yep. can't believe you how badly stalked me. Yeah. This is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, I didn't want to go any further back than these ones because I thought I'd probably get kicked off Facebook. Oh, I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, this guy's searching way too hard. Yeah. Uh, no, so Poison Apple was the first place I ever DJed at, but that's where yep. I used to party regularly on a Saturday night. Yep. They were at Corova. They moved to La Di Da. Is this a Poison one we've got, boys? Is that the one you poison got Poison apple? Yeah, and... Uh, oh, no, that's not no, poison that's apple. One. That's a different one. But anyway. Right yeah, no, yep. so... Um, yeah, so it's about nine years ago now. Yep. And uh, my boyfriend that I had at the time, that mm-hmm. I was with for a really long time, like basically, you know, your first love and all of that stuff, we yep. bro- he left me for illegal substances. Okay. <laughs> which, you know, was a little bit hard to take. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who just said, look, come hang out with me every day, take your mind off stuff. And at yep. the time he was teaching himself how to DJ. And okay. every time he went to the toilet or was just whatever, I would just press some buttons mm-hmm. and he would come back in the room and be like, 
So what was his what name? What did you just do? Shannon. Okay. Yeah, so I owe him big time. Yep. Does he still play? Uh, no, he doesn't. All right. Is he a Melbourne boy? Uh, yes, he yeah. is. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, he um, just, yeah, couldn't believe that I could do something that I'd never even seen or known about before. Yeah. And he made me go and buy all my own equipment. So I went and spent five grand on all my own equipment and just sat at home every day. And when I played... Yeah. I didn't think about my breakup. I didn't think about what's going on in my yeah. head and all the thoughts were gone and I just mm. did it and I told the guys that ran Poison Apple that I was just playing around at home and they were shocked. Mm. They're like, you're playing at the club on Saturday night. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, you're joking. So when was this, you reckon? This was nine years ago. So this would have been like 2011. 2011. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, they forced me to play uh, to a packed club down the basement of La Dida yeah. and I was playing bangers, like <laughs> orchestrated bangers yep. and the club was heaving smacking <laughs> the, the walls, walls like tfu style <laughs> and that's what i did at like yeah from the hours of like one till five like in in between i was yep. get a different set every week every saturday night yeah so that became residency from there yeah that was my residency yep. from there so, and that was yeah it just and yeah yeah that's it. Did, did you have a lot of music training or anything like that or do it in school or no i didn't so the closest to it uh was that i used to dance when i was yep. younger but and I and I dabbled in playing a few instruments, but kind of got bored. Mm-hmm. I, what did I you try to play? Uh, piano mm-hmm. and a little bit of guitar, but not really. So at least you got a little bit of the theory in your head, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. You know what? Someone asked me this question um, the other day, and I said, "You know what? My earliest memory of music and me playing music at all was when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. I asked my parents uh, at the time. They asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I said." I just want a speaker. Like I want a speaker <laughs> with like, you know, CDs and like tape and like, you know, the radio. I just want my yeah. own yeah. thing I can put in my room. They're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got this like cool like speaker. I picked it out. I would sit there in my room and listen to the radio like mm-hmm. flood out with a little cassette tape yeah, yeah. deck yep. plugged in, record my favorite song, press pause, wait, yeah, wait. all day. If I had to wait all day song, come on. until the next song that I like, yep. record, press pause. I basically was making my own mixtape yeah. at eight years old. Yep. And I sat back and I was like, wow, yep. I forgot that even happened. Yeah, I just had flashbacks to when I was in mm. Brokeley Street. I was about eight doing, was doing the same thing, mum and dad. So you, yeah. got, you got the twin tape deck. So it's the one, yes. one side you can, it's got the normal tape. And then the second side you can only record on one side. Yeah. So you, when you even get a cassette, you can record tapes, sorry, songs you like off the original tape and then make your own as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's so that was, I guess, your first real making mixtapes. Yeah, See, that. the kids don't realise how easy they've got it these days. I it's know. easy to find music and it's easy to get plays these days. Where back in the day, yeah, you had different. to really search for it, or it was totally. special to have a good tune. Yeah, hundred percent. So tell us what girls is about with an E. Is that just a is that, that just a party night? I think that was just a party night. Uh, we just dressed up for it. That looks like uh, one of my old friends, Sarah. She's yep. a beautiful woman. Uh, she it was her birthday that night, so we dressed up all fancy. Fancy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so I guess when you got your own set of decks and you were playing at Poison, mm-hmm. um, like what was your next club gig or like how did it kind of progress from there? Yeah, so it progressed from there when uh, Adam and Dean from Orchestrated, mm-hmm. they uh, went off on their own and took over the old TFU club when it closed down and yeah. opened Nightcrawler. What's your favourite t- um, Orchestrated track? <laughs> it was always Isabella. And yes. I know, Adam, sorry, Adam, you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves it. Uh, oh, everyone loves Isabella. And that was at the time for me mm-hmm. too because it's like, what, 15 yeah. years Dan-dan. ago? Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan. <laughs> How funny that I'm talking about that with this. 
<laughs> uh, compared like you know where I was like that like 10 years ago to mm-hmm. now yep. um, but yeah no how it progressed was they came to me they hit me up and asked me to close their opening night and yep. I was like yes <laughs> of course I will and just uh, on Isabella once Nick we yeah. um we went to the Black Rock beach party a few weeks ago a couple of palms one had just come into town and gave them a lift home uh, to the hotel and I said oh, that was the song I gave them to give them an example of Melbourne club music <laughs> do you think that's a good one? I think it was perfect. Yeah, I think so too. Like, what's the music like here? I'm like, so like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 15 years old, but yeah. everyone will still go off to that. 100%. Yeah, out, yeah. Out, obviously outside the door scene. Like, yeah. um, so you started going to TFU? So, yeah, yeah. So I, I played there and stuff, and the guys that I was playing for at Poison Apple uh, didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't like that I wanted to and was getting hit up by other clubs to start playing other places. Yeah. So when there was nights on at Corova and stuff like that, or circus, and I got asked, I had to say no. And mm-hmm. then that made me feel like, well, hang on a second. Yeah. What's going on here? And then yeah. so I broke it off with yeah. them and I was like I want I actually want to do this yeah so I changed I didn't want to play bangers anymore wasn't interested mm. in it I mm. wanted to play real music that's what I felt like for oh, me beautiful. I wanted to go back to what I started learning to yeah. do the two years prior which I learned with techno so Oliver yeah. Hunterman Phil Kieran mm-hmm. like Mark Romboy favorite track Mark Romboy Acid what about the Keep Control remix oh, Keep Control is good yeah. yes yeah although that's just being redone by Artbat now and it's number one on all the techno charts is it yeah. I'm gonna check it out yeah love um, yeah, so I just, I went and started playing at Crowbar. I played techno, played a couple of trap sets there too because I told them how much I loved it. So yeah. they like put me off a trap and stuff too, oh, legends, yeah. before they obviously closed the club down. Yeah. And that really got me started. And then through them, I met a few other DJs that took me to my first doof. Oh, which was? Yeah, it was uh, Burning Blue Diamond, Burning Diamond. Something like that. And it was on a, it was on New Year's. Yeah. Okay. So this would yeah. have been what around 2013ish as well then. Yeah. It, yeah. It was. It was 2013. Yep. And uh, I was like, "What is this music? Couldn't believe it." Um, made a few friends with the, like, made some friends with a few of the side DJs yeah. that were playing at the party. And I just went home and I just researched, started playing, and I started playing Psytrance on my equipment, and I couldn't believe. I was like, "Fuck." This isn't that art. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then I started chatting to a few people about it. They're like, what do you mean? That's fast ass. That's super hard. I'm like, nah. I would just, it just, I'd never. Just drop it in, mate. I just dropped it in off a ramp. Boom. Like, seriously. I was just like, I couldn't believe out of all the genres that I'd played, played a lot That's of That's a house. $2 fine for the phone going off. Yeah, I got on some. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I couldn't believe, like, I played house, I played tech house, I played techno, I played bangers, I, I, I played um, trap, I, you know, and when I played Psytrance, it just was like, it was just like gel. Like, yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, I'm just going to dabble in this. Yeah, got it, got into a few of the um, underground doofs that were happening. And I tell you what, oh, I changed their mind about women playing Psytrance, that's for <laughs> sure. That was okay. so funny. Well, we'll hold that there. Um, Please excuse this break in transmission. Big thank you to everyone for downloading 
this episode of the TB Podcast. And remember to subscribe, please, whichever form you're listening on. Either give us a follow and a like on the SoundCloud, share it around to your mates. Also on Spotify, the TB Podcast, and of course, doftube.com for all of your favorite artists, interviews, and spreading the universal happiness of awesome tunes all across the world and beyond doftube.com and our youtube channel and also subscribe on apple podcasts if you can please rate and review we will love you a long time and can keep pumping out more of this fun now back to miss jade obrigados so changing the way that doofers see girl djs hey yeah right well Actually, before we started, I was in the uh, the Fangtropolis Doof Dunny. Yes. And I was looking at one of the Earthcore pitches and the de- the list of DJs there was – Miss Jade wasn't on there, but it was Miss Chiff, oh, Miss yeah. Behaviour. Yep. I think there was like a Miss Kitty or something as well. Yeah. Is it just like a, if you're going to be female DJ, you just have to put Miss in the front of your name? Is, you that, is that the law? I think, <laughs> I think it used to be mm-hmm. because – there wasn't very many, so it's like they needed to make a bit of a point that it was a chick. That it was a chick, yep. and I don't know why. I don't honestly know why I just chose Miss Jade. I think uh, actually, I think it has to do because I'm a personal trainer. My clients, because I'm quite bossy, <laughs> and when I would tell them what to do, I'd be like ten squats. I'm like, I've done ten, about ten more. I'm like, yes, Miss Jade, like a bit like your <laughs> so dominatrixy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. No, um, <laughs> we'll get to I the red parties later. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just where it came from. I don't know, and I just yeah, and yep. I I just didn't change it. Cool. Um, so the reason I've got this one up here yes. is because so this is a, a poster with Rebel Resident Rebels. Yes, you got the boys right over there. We got the, the boys are just doing their little thing here. Um, so the reason I posted this one is because there's some good names on there, but. The couple that I liked the most, John Baptist and John Doe, two yep. guys been doing it for a very long time, um, Club and Doof, who have been big influences on, I guess, my taste as well since mm. coming to Melbourne. But Katie Drover yes. is also one that when I would see her name on the Revs flyer on a Friday night, I would drive from Bendigo to see her oh, play. Oh, yeah, you would. Especially if she was at Tramp. 100%. Um, I guess who are some of your big influences like that? Yeah, so for me at that time, I was really trying to – put my techno influference into Poison Apple because that's where this night was held. Okay. And I so was where helping, is Poison Apple? So it was at Ladida at the yeah, time. Yeah, you mentioned that before, yeah. And it's not on anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I helped actually put this lineup together. Ooh. So John Doe loved him, obviously a, a big name uh, at the time, uh, especially TFU and stuff, and John Baptist as well and played killer tunes. Love Katie Drover because she's such a good influence when it comes to techno. So her and Moichi... I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Crazy techno vinyl female DJ from Melbourne. Really? Crazy. She won't play anything but vinyl. Mm-hmm. And she does not look at you. She doesn't care who's in front of her. But yeah. I tell you what, the way she spins the tracks makes your hair like stand up on end. So a bit crazy of, of bugs about her, eh? Oh, yeah. She's right. crazy. The short little like pocket rocket. Yeah. She doesn't play a lot, but... If you ever happen to see like some random flyer in one of those like real hipster cafes and it yeah. says Mo Ichi on it, yeah. go and watch her play. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. There you go. Tip of the day. Yeah. Um, so what led to you even booking this in the first place? 
Um, so they wanted me to be a little bit more part of the night and, uh, yeah, do some bookings, host a little bit more throughout the night and just kind of like drive the party because when I was in the room, like my energy like created an atmosphere. So, um, I helped put this together, especially trying to keep it a little bit more techno influenced so that we weren't just another club playing bangers, but sure. they still wanted to be a club that played bangers. So that's cool. So how, how old are you? Like 21 at this time? Um, actually, 20... Wait. 20... We won't give 22. away. No, we won't, 22. We won't give away exactly how old you are. <laughs> I noticed when I asked you your birthday, you stopped at the month and day. I did. That's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Keep a bit of mistake. Uh, yeah, no, I'm about 22 there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I started late. Yep. Yeah, so we've got another flyer. Well, it's not that late. It's earlier than me. I guess you would know what you're doing a lot more than I do too. Um, but uh, so there's another one there. With, I yeah, guess, uh, sunshine. That, that was another poison apple one. Yeah, sunshine. So that was another, I guess, just uh, I guess iconic influence there with those couple of names. Definitely, they really wanted to make a point because it wasn't a lot of clubs with a lot of female DJs at mm-hmm. the time because there wasn't very many around. Yep. There was only ten of us uh, at all. Yep. Really, that were making any type of movements in Australia, especially in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to make sure they were making a point, yeah. which was, I thought was really great of them. There's yeah. four, four females on that lineup there yeah. for just a regular Saturday night club night, yeah. which some clubs don't even have that now. Yeah. Well, I didn't really want to make this a, hey, you're a female DJ. No, kind of I thing, know, but, but it just happened like that. That's but, cool. Yeah, but you are, I guess, a very... Well, you mentioned before about changing the way that people at Doof see female DJs. Yeah. So we do have, I mean, we've had Becca Grenfell. She was our second guest on here. Um, so it's not like we discriminate. No, no, <laughs> um, never. No, but, but um, I, I was saying like, from so the beginning. But yeah. even like with Beck, like Laura, yeah. um, like Madeline, there's so many DJs now that are smashing it. Yeah. Uh, back in the Doof time, I guess explain how you've helped some grow into the festival scene i suppose yeah or, or uh, because provide I, opportunities yeah because i started it i've uh, started in it like about six years ago not saying that that's like a really long time but considering yeah. the massive change that it's had over the last six years let's be mm. honest like that being a female dj being a male dj there's no difference anymore which yeah. is fabulous mm-hmm. when i first started playing at underground dust in victoria i would rock up looking like me no i don't have dreadlocks mm. yes i wear makeup mm. I, I I wear really tight clothes. I'm mm-hmm. not just wearing hippie clothes from the market. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, I love that stuff too. And I wear that whenever I feel like it. Yeah. But I rock up pretty much wearing this. And I was playing hard Psytrance. Yeah. I wasn't playing your, yeah. like, 130 melodic. Yeah. I, you know, and they were just like, oh. And I would get apologised to. Yeah. So you treat it like a proper performance, really. Yeah, it, exactly. That's, I mean, at, the, at the end of the day, DJs are entertainers first. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just I remember being apologised to by the event organiser yeah. for giving me the set time that they did because they just assumed because I was a female and put me on early that that's what I was going to play early yeah. tunes yeah. that um, because I was a girl. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. So to play, I guess, a bit devil's advocate, do you think sometimes now – Girls get booked because they're girls and places want to be equal and mm. therefore might book more female DJs regardless of their ability. Or not, not, not saying that they're bad, no, no. but do you think that they maybe think too highly of that because of the whole movement, I guess, around I, general society? Yeah, so on that, so since I started, booking a female DJ was a novelty. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter whether you were skilled or not. Yeah. So that element is still around. It was like, oh, female DJ. So it like makes it more of like an attraction, yeah. which I thought was a bit like, uh, but you know what? Mm. Work with what you got. Yeah. 
And now it is becoming a lot more even. You are getting booked for your skill, yep. not just because you're a girl, which to make it more equal. Yep. I think we're starting to really get a great level mm-hmm. now, which I think is really great. And I'm so glad to be a part of it yep. and help help drive it. Yeah. Because uh, I've had so many young women contact me about yep. wanting to do it that you know, years ago were a bit scared and now they're not so scared anymore because Mm. it is evening out. So yes, but also Mm. no to your answer. I I get a little bit frustrated because sometimes I hear people say, um, we're putting them on because it's a girl. Mm, oh, we, need to put the, we need to put the girls on. It's like, no, you're not putting them on because it's a girl. Put them on because she's good. Mm. Like, And she is good. But I don't agree. tell me that you're putting her on because you need a female balance. Yep. You're putting her on because she's good and she's a better DJ than the other ones that you got to pick. Yeah. Not because of Not, not because, because of a, a, you don't want to look sexist in some way. Exactly. I think that's why it yeah. is getting to a good balance. It's mm. like, you know, you book everyone on their skill these days. Yeah. Book them on their skill and their brand is really yeah. important too. How important do you think for both... both my, for both male and female, a bit of sex appeal is with the DJs these days. Because <laughs> particularly the international ones that tour um, both ways, and I mean, when you see Trentoff play, you know, it is sex oozes oh, through the speakers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, and you're talking about people like dressing up and being a bit more aware of what I guess they're wearing as well. Like, do you think that's important? I don't think it's important. Yeah. Because it's just I more think, fun. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I personally, like to dress eccentric and uh, colourful and bright and out there because well, it takes one to know one. Hey, that's why you're here, I guess. <laughs> like attracts like. Yeah. Uh, so no, I just like to put what my what who I am on the inside on my outside because you might not get a chance to get to know me. So mm-hmm. you know, here's your chance. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't think that looking good to whatever society depicts is relevant. But you could have a great brand, no matter what your sex appeal is. You you could look at Boogs. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, there's so many artists out there, uh, international and local. What are you saying? Boogs? Boogs, like, doesn't care. Well, he goes, oh, rocks okay. up. He I thought you were care. making a statement on his sex appeal. Absolutely not. He rocks up <laughs> with his hoodie on, doesn't talk to anyone, looks down, plays sick tunes, leaves. Yeah. Yeah? He doesn't going. He's not going there to be a show pony and look good or whatever. He's mm-hmm. going, and he still has a brand that works for him. Yeah. I think that's what's important. More like, don't get me wrong. If you got sex appeal, like, use it to your advantage if that's what you got and that's what you want to work with. Mm. I think it's individual. Yep. One thing I'm going to reiterate about Boogs actually, because not everyone might have heard it, was our interview with Tal. And I had a young DJ come up to me at Suki when we were there to watch Victor Ruiz, yep. who was a fan of the pod, and he said that he listened to the one with Tal, and Tal described DJing as a privilege. Which he said that changed his whole outlook on the, I guess, the opportunities of DJ himself. Mm. But also that Boogs described to Tal about how Tal, uh, sorry, how you have the ability to move the plates. The yeah. plates can move the room, and you can see the energy of the room shift as the as the vinyl spins, and how powerful that can be. And yeah. um, I guess I just wanted to bring that one back up because. If you haven't listened to the podcast with Tal, he has some great little snippets in there, but it's good to, I guess, hear of the influence of someone who doesn't really talk, but it can still mm. um, radiate, I guess, through to our youth, which yeah. is part of why I guess that's the whole reason we're doing this show. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, next picture, please, young Ooh. Jasper. There you go. There's your advice for the day, Jasper. You can <laughs> move the plates of revolver just like books. <laughs> yeah. What's this gold piggy bank represent? Oh, that, I think that was at work. Mm-hmm. That was at one of the gyms yes because it's a and i think i just was trying to learn how to save <laughs> yes well according to your facebook this was you starting to save for europe oh what year is that so it was about 2013 so when did you first go to europe and did you go to any fun festivals over there i'm going to crack it top off of my bloom do it 
Do you want to know when I went to Europe? So I started that in 2013. <clears throat> I went to Europe in 2019. <laughs> first time. <laughs> uh, I went to Europe for the first time in 2019. So that piggy bank obviously didn't last long. I must have cracked it and used it for something. Uh, but I didn't go until last year and it was really great actually. I got to play over there too. Where did you go? I went to Greece, flew straight into Greece, did Mykonos, Eos and Santorini. Then I went to Belgium and did Tomorrowland. Did you watch the sunset in Eos from, is it, no, not Paradise? Ah, oh, I can't think of it. I, I watched the it lovely... in Santorini uh, on the cliffs where it's yeah. all red and beautiful mm, and they all that, get It's beautiful everywhere there, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I went to Belgium, did Tomorrowland, and then I went to Berlin, went to a few uh, Berlin clubs, went to Amsterdam. Did you go to the Bergheim? I didn't make it to the Bergheim because I wasn't there on a weekend. Because oh, you knew you wouldn't get in? No, come on. <laughs> so where did you go? Uh, so I went to... This is our uh, travel segment sponsored by Rhythm Abroad. Uh, if anyone who wants to go to Rhythm Abroad, uh, he's going to be in Europe this year, Rhythm Abroad, boys. Oh, love. You know Jai Mills and Jack? No. Uh, oh, Jai Mills, yeah. yeah and Chani. Yeah. So um, quick side note, but they last year started doing tours to all the big festivals over there. Amazing. They're doing it this year as well. Oh, um, I'm going to get on that. They're doing a road to Boom from Morocco to Boom, July 12th. And then they've basically got the best kind of underground festivals and club events they go to. They're setting up a, a hostel in Lisbon as well. Very so there's cool. going to be a nice base for Aussies that love techno and then you can travel around. So check out rhythmabroad.com.au uh, and you can see some of their packages on there as well. Love that. Shameless so, plug. Shameless plug. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping to be over there with the boys doing a bit of it this year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did, there's some cool uh, circle style videos they did as well with like Laura King, um, Lee and Shan, they did one in an abandoned village. Cool. Um, so there's some, some cool stuff the boys are doing, throwing random parties at sunset type places like Santorini um, where people go to watch the sunset and they just take some speakers and get it going for a few hours. That's so good. Yeah, it is. Rhythm abroad. Um, anyway, so where did you go in Berlin? Uh, Berlin, uh, I believe it was like called Circus Circus or something uh, like yes. that. Yes, yep. Yeah, uh, that was all right. And then Electric Circus, is it? Electric Circus, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. That was the inspiration for the uh, the Trentoff birthday bash photo you saw no, with me gagged. was it really? Yeah, there was uh, Electric Mondays, I think it was there. They had a the, – the party for the night was actually called Revolver. It was like the one of the year thing and it was Kaiser Suze played. And that was really? – and Yeah, and the uh, that was the flyer that I decided to copy for my birthday. So there you go. <laughs> Love that. Yep. <laughs> Not, never such thing as a coincidence. Yep. Uh, I can I'm, go on rants about everything that you bring up, by I'm the way. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I love, yeah. a, good, I love a good chat. Sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, I went to Amsterdam after that and yep. tried to do oh, – I forget what the festival was called, but it was crap, didn't like it. Let's not, not mention it. And then not I went a, to, Not ADE? No, I would have loved to have done ADE, but I wasn't there at that time. I will go back and do that, though. Uh, I want to do it probably next year because I have a friend that lives in Amsterdam, so – I'll take him with me. Cool. I did Techno Tuesday when I was in Amsterdam. Yep. That was great. That's a little house club. Yeah, it was really sick. Uh, I went to another one there. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was really good. And then I went to Romania and went to Transylvania Calling, Doof there, so for the 10-year anniversary, and I played. I heard amazing things about the Romanian scene, actually. Yeah, so... I only really got to fly in, go to that doof and fly out. Yeah. So did you play side there or was it more yeah, techno? Yeah, played side yeah. trance. Cool. Yeah, yeah. How many people are at that one? That one, probably about, well, it was hard because it's actually a week-long festival mm-hmm. and because it's a lot of locals that come, they come in and out daily. Yeah. 
it's not really like here how most people come at the start and don't leave till the end. Oh, it's like, go home, come back. Yeah, so they yeah. go home, come back, or they come more towards the yeah. end of the week. Yeah. Where I was there from Monday to Wednesday. Okay. And I played on the Tuesday. No, I was there Monday to Thursday. I played on the Wednesday. Yep. Sweet. And you're about to go over and do another tour of Europe. Yeah. But should we talk about your Aussie tour you've just done? Or do you want to keep talking about your last Europe trip? Uh So I'm actually going to do an Asia tour. Asia? Yeah. So starting Bali. Yes, I'm starting with Bali. So uh, my first gig is This Is Life Festival, the Mm -hmm. first weekend of July awesome. in Gilly. So if you're going to be in Bali or get some cheap flights, because <laughs> uh, I think all the flights are going to go down at the moment because like, yep. of that whole coronavirus thing. Yep. So uh, so get some cheap flights, go to Bali. This is Life Festival. Cool. So I'm playing there. And then the following weekend, I'll play at a club in Bali. I can't name it yet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've got a few... Uh, other countries that are looking at just in um, yep. final decisions with uh, what clubs and events I'll be playing at. You're so, gonna swindle your way towards Goa while you. Oh my god! Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I'm. My friend just told me that he's. Oh, actually, he would be there now. That he was leaving for India and Goa was his first place he was going to head to. And my, probably my his last as well. <laughs> oh my god! He called me and he's like, "You are going to love it." So I'm really excited to see all these videos. I'd be really jealous. Uh, we'll get the next picture up. Cheers again. Oh. Hang on, I don't know, you just did me back. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, you're empty. You need oh, to top I'll, I'll get crack I'll, a freshie. I'll try, I'll crack a freshie. Crack a freshie. Try the hibiscus from got Bloom. The, got the hibiscus, beautiful. Sparkling nice tea. Oh, is you in the gym again? That is me. This is more recent. So are you still yeah. doing personal training? I do, just one day a week. All right, give yourself, take... a, give yourself a plug. Uh, no, it's actually, you know, the gym that I teach classes at, I'll give that a plug, Eltham Leisure Centre. Yes, Thanks guys, all the, all the crew that that uh, allow me to teach two, three classes there a week. The Alpha Wildcats. Yes, that's right. I'll, that's dro- their I'll, home. I'll drop basketball teams from anywhere. Just about. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, keep it keep it going. We got the next one. I guess this probably ties back around to what we've been talking about—a bit of your festival venturing. Yes. So what's this flyer from? This flyer is from the second year I played at Earth Course. It would be 2016 when I played on the Kinky Carnival stage. This is the last classic one, isn't it? The last classic the one. La- the last good Earth Course. Was 2016 or 2017? Yes, because this was the last P- one at Pylon. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You are right. This yep. was uh, – I, I feel when I look back, the prime time of my life will probably be the, that festival. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It wasn't getting any – I mean – Things are always getting better, but that was definitely yeah. for the doof scene as well. I feel yeah. that this was kind of when it was at its freest. Same, I agree. 14, 15, and 16 with yeah. that pylon for me were probably some of the yeah. best years. Was the 20th anniversary one 13 or 14? 13. It was 14. Yeah, cool. yeah. All right, so that was the uh, the 20th. Uh, I'm trying to think if that was my first doof or not. No, I think 2013 was, I thought. No, uh, 14 because 2019 would have been 25 years, but he passed away. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, Earthcore, is that your favourite Aussie doof? Uh, as a past doof or present? Just of all, of all time. Oh, okay. Really hard. So, prior to esoteric uh, ari- evolving and arising. What a festival um, esoteric is, by the way. Oh, my God. We'll get to it very soon. We will get to underwater it. Underwater this year. Yes. Well, under- Underwater theme. Yes. I hope. I hope it's not underwater. underwater Atlantis. <laughs> yes. I'm dressing up for the occasion. 3D obviously. goggles on arrival. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, Earthcore 100% uh, was my favourite. Uh, don't get me wrong, loved Rainbow, but for different reasons. And then 
uh, Earthcore I, for its own reasons. I feel musically Earthcore. I, um, the structure of that weekend is... I've never seen a festival done quite like it. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Musically, uh, that's what I loved the most about it. Well, can you describe, I guess, how what you loved about it and how they structured it, why, yes. why it works so well? The way it works so well is because they had the Hydra stage dedicated 100% to a particular style of Psytrance. So they had their prog and they Flat evolved out. it. <laughs> they evolved it and they just had it like grow uh, and blend set by set from your really bouncy prog right to your full on and similar to like the structure that they do with Ascension and Sun Temple at SO, right? So they've got your main stage. Don't get me wrong. They play your more commercially side trance, like your coming soons and all that kind of stuff on the main stage, plus your techno and everything. And they blended that really well from day to night. But the Hydra stage, which was my favorite and the first side, first outdoor side stage I ever got to play on, I opened the Hydra stage. Oh, how lucky are you? Oh, mate. Dreams made. Mm-hmm. Uh, that The way that they structured the music flow was just... Like, hats off to the boys that did that. Yeah, that was the that was the first time I realised that I don't need to fang hard on a Saturday night. Mm. Like, have the awesome Saturday party till like it gets dark. Go to bed, then get up at four in the morning on the Sunday and just rock all the way through to the end of the festival. Hundred percent. You you didn't have to think that all the music was going to be on one night. Mm. Float right till the Sunday afternoon and everything. Yeah, it was just. And even the techno they used to get on the Friday night, like. one year is like you've got Boris Brescia, yes, Julian Jewell, um, I think Slam were in between them. The oh, I remember was, that was on the main stage, and yeah. they went right till about five a.m. Yeah, yeah, and there was like this four-hour block where you could not leave. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or maybe a little bit more. Yeah. I remember I was there front yeah. and center. And then the next year it was Paganini. Mm. Um, oh, I, sh- I used to have them off the. I just roll them off. But yeah, it was. Uh, the flies in me, in me toilet. Anyone, anyone wants to come over and check out, check out the flies <laughs> in me, Danny. Or actually go to DoofTube because DoofTube Live on Instagram and also our DoofTube Facebook and website, DoofTube.com. We've got some highlights of those festivals taken from my trusty old camera. No way. Because as much as I hate people running around on the dance floor with their cameras out, I'm also very grateful that I've done that a lot of times. Yep. Because uh, the Now you Saturday, have all that content. Yeah, and the Saturday on that of that year, 2016, when uh, Faxe played, yep. um, our interview with him from Pentagon is coming out soon as well, Ooh. which is Probably one of the best ones I've done, I love which him. is why it's taken us so long to get it out because I hold him in such high regard. I want it to be unreal because the interview was. Um, but, yeah, that day with him playing was uh, was very magical, especially that sigh at that time of year. You're coming into summer. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, Earthcore is always going to be my favourite, I think, because it was so close to where I'm from and mm. I didn't ever realise that sort of stuff existed. It was my first doof it kind of. It's always going to hit home, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. But from the, the, the artist perspective, just for me being the first like big outdoor uh, event of that caliber, being able to play and open the one of the best size stages in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, being able to be a part of it so in-depthly uh, and being close with Spiro like through that, I really got to get to know him mm-hmm. and how they put everything together and seeing just a little bits, yeah. you know, behind the scenes. I, I really hold it really dear to my heart because yeah. it really did help uh, push me that little bit further by being able to play on yeah. those stages. So, so what, what else did you learn from Spiro and I guess any other major oh, influences that you've had from I didn't necessarily learn anything from him, but the <laughs> opportunities that he, I was able to, um, you know, Gain and, and the flow and effects, yeah. The flow and effect, yeah. definitely. Like, I got to tour Vinny Vici like mm-hmm. around Australia, like, yeah, like I got to play <laughs> before and after them in different states, like yep. in front of like thousands of people, yeah. 
Like, who gets to do that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's who. Yeah. So who have some of your other big influences been, I guess, from the business side? Yeah. Uh, so internationals? Either or. Yeah. So, like, I've got a few different when it comes to techno and sci, but uh, mm. if we're talking about sci trance, especially more recently uh, that are more consistent, yeah. definitely... Bizarre contacts, a Diddy shout out. Yep. I love him. Is he Legend. For, um, esoteric? Oh yeah, he messaged me. He's like, I can't wait to party with you. I'm like, Thank. <laughs> so I love him and uh, Crunch, who's also no comment. So Omar, shout out. Love him. Absolute legend. And they are just bosses when it comes to production as well. And they are dead set legends. Uh, I want to actually definitely say Rinkadink. Rinkadink for me uh, has been a real consistent producer and artist that yeah. has had a really great influence on uh, where I kind of changed my sound. Yep. I don't play his tracks anymore because my sound's evolved a little bit, but number one, wanted to be watching him 100%. The only artist I wanted to watch at Elements Festival, yeah. watched him and I got an inbox from him mm -hmm. directly after I played telling me how much he enjoyed my set from backstage. Oh, really? And I was like... Cool. What a legend. <laughs> and so for me, like, artists Did you like fangirl that, back and say... Oh, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like... I was like... Thanks, you're a sicker. <laughs> uh, can I say that on you? Say whatever you want. <laughs> um, so for me, I would definitely say a couple of those boys. Um, yeah, techno-wise, uh, I would say... Uh, old school ones, like I mentioned earlier, like yeah, Phil Kieran's Mark Rombo, Oliver Hunterman, 100%. Oliver Hunterman is always like a big one for me. I uh, could always play his tunes no matter what. What's your favourite Oliver Hunterman tune? Uh, <laughs> so, um, Crocodile. Oh, I beat you to it. Did I beat you? The problem it? with that one is there's no high res one, is there? No. No. I played it somewhere by the other night. It's gritty as, but it it's is. always a dance floor just boom. Yeah, totally. It yeah. is. And it's like, you know what? Stuff up playing it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not at an outdoor festival. I would never play like anything lower than a wave. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, so even even like female artists, uh, so Groove Delight, like yeah. techno-wise, oh, yeah. love her. Another yeah. awesome set from that Earthcore. Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. A, a daytime on main yeah, stage. It was like 5 or 6 p.m. I, I dragged all of my friends. I'm like, watch groups like They're like, they didn't, hear, they didn't know who they were. They weren't going to watch them. I'm like, come and watch. They're like, who is this person? I'm like, I bloody told you. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, and female reality test, Psytrance. Yes. Yeah, yep. she is Desert Legend. I watched her play at Tomorrowland. Cool. Uh, crazy. Actually, um, also, shout out, good friend, White Noise. He is a Psytrance artist. He is killing it, like absolutely killing it. He's a big inspiration for me when it comes to just the way he's kind of like shot himself by working with the right people, mm -hmm. really playing to his audience uh, and, um, yeah, just gelling and making the right connections and yep. stuff. So, yeah, really throw him in high regard as well. Is there any festival that you really wish to play at? Oh, um, Universo Parallelo. Oh, of course. Oh. I just want to party at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Universo Parallelo for sure. Like even like your eclipses and stuff like that. Yep. 100%. So if you're listening, guys, my name's Miss Jade. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> what, what do you think um, is, 
either in the way or something that you need to do to get to that level? Look, at the end of the day, the only person that's ever in your way to get anywhere you want to get to is you. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't mean you. I mean me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you can go as far as you can take yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, if I don't get somewhere, it's just because I'm not working hard enough. So at yep. the end of the day, you just got to work harder. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah. Um, and what about locally? Do you have a favorite club to play at? Yeah. Hands down, my own. Yeah. Hands down, my own. Sydney Road, Brunswick. That is my home. 100%. Because when I play there, the vibe, the feel, it reminds me of when I used to play Basement at Lardy Da. Oh, true. It's, that's yeah. the same kind of feel that I get. I get yep. that thickness in the room. I get that movement. I can play with them. I can feed them energy and have it returned. Mm-hmm. Like, and the vibe. And honestly, I get some great regulars that come down and watch me play or that I know go to that club regularly and I can say hello to them. There's no difference. Like, I'm, they, I'm them. They are me. We are there together. Yeah. And I'm just feeding them you know, something to make them smile. And <laughs> then they just give me that back. They give me a hug. Like I, I got up on the, I was like stuff. And I, I feel so comfortable there. Like it's my bedroom. I got up on the table and was just like rocking it with them. <laughs> like, like, I, you know, for me, that's my home. Like it really is. Awesome. I'll shout out to Joel and the crew. Oh as well. yeah. Shout out to progression sessions. Okay. And, uh, definitely hit up their Technoverse Psytrance events. I play a lot of them, uh, their red parties and stuff. So yeah, there's so many. And if you uh, ever need to get a shot, go and see Dan at the bar. Oh, he will yes. try and drink under the table, I think. Oh. Or try and make you think you are, but really he's like, I think he puts water in his. Because he always, always, always seems no, to go together. he half fills them. His? He half fills the shot for himself. Yeah, well, that's... And fills mine to the top. Yeah, well... Dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably because he's got to do 40 an hour. <laughs> I don't Actually, shout out to Dan. He helps... Uh, he's heavily involved with Red Moon Tribe and Renegade. So if you ever see those events pop up, you should definitely check them out. Always fun, safe parties at my house. 100%. Age. I agree. I've played at Renegade. Loved it. Who is the best act you've ever seen perform? It doesn't have to be, doesn't even have to be Psytrance or anything like that. Okay. Def Leppard? You've got, you've got the jacket. <laughs> I've never seen Def Leppard live. I know. I really need to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I've got a few. Uh, this is going back way back because yeah. my number one like idol in life and not, I wouldn't say idol, but just like the artist I appreciate the most that's given me the best um, outlook and understanding in music and uh, w- without having to pigeonhole the way that you think mm-hmm. about music is Prince and I've seen him live. Lucky crazy, you. crazy, Unity. crazy good. Yes. Yeah, he's just amazing uh, for sure. If, when you come into the dance music, because I came from, you know, um, techno and EDM before I moved into Psytrance, mm-hmm. so I was blessed to be able to go to a lot of festivals and see a lot of international artists. Yeah. As controversial as this sounds, listen... Do yourself a favor once in your life. Watch Calvin Harris play live. Yeah, right. He does not play what he produces. Yeah. Okay. He is amazing, and he play he what he produces is just a money maker. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Good tunes, yeah. really great. Watch him live. He'll he'll knock your socks off. <laughs> uh, in terms of like psytrance and the stuff that really makes me, you know, feel good. Um, <laughs> I love I love watching Carl Cox and Eric Powell's Mobile Disco. That is just like, mm, Disco Sundays. Like, that makes me feel so good. Um, Psytrance, it's really, really hard. 
really hard to pick. I can tell you I don't like, but I'm probably not going to say perspective. that. Perspective. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love perspective. Um, no. Max, Max one of us. Uh, I, I honestly, I can't. He's, he's leaving it, so I can't. Don't leave. <laughs> So he hasn't got a microphone. Julian just said, I'll, I'll come back. I'll do gigs. <laughs> <laughs> only, um, only at my aunt for $1,000 a gig. <laughs> a million franc. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, no, for Psytrance and Techno, it's honestly, there's so there's too many to name. It really is. I've already named mm-hmm. a lot that I ho- hold high in high regard to watch yep. for sure or listen to their work. Uh, and I would definitely say any of them easily you could watch live and, and in, enjoy it. Awesome. Is that, was that the last picture? Yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, and is there anyone that you haven't seen yet that you would like to see play? Oh, great question. Actually, you know what? I play a lot of artists that aren't really known uh, because that's what Alice like to do. I don't play your... Unknown concept. Huh? Unknown... Unknown... Miss Guzzi. Unknown concept. Unknown concept. Do you know unknown concept? No, I don't. Well, he, he plays at my Aeon. So there you go. He's that unknown that he's even unknown by you. Excellent. Paddy well, Carroll, young kid, absolutely banging techno. Really? Check him out on the SoundCloud, boys and girls. I will definitely check out. Yep. But uh, I play. I actually wrote a few artist names down. Uh, I, I'm just going to get it up. Another one I was pumping on the way here actually was uh, Steph Wise's, one of her latest tunes. Oh, excellent. I haven't listened to her latest stuff yet. No. I, How was it? Yeah, it was actually banging. Yeah? Yes, wow. and it led me um, on a journey down to her set from Esoteric last year. So mm-hmm. uh, whilst you're looking up what you were looking up there, yep. uh, Wiser is playing on the Sunday morning at SO. Yep. And uh, I've got the enviable task of having to play after her. Oh. So uh, it's good though because she'll be having it banging. Yep. And then I can just have it just as banging, hopefully. Excellent. And the sun will be coming up. When are you playing there? I'm playing. Oh no, let's say. Oh okay. I'm playing on the Monday. Oh okay. Say Don't have yeah. my set time yet though. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, everyone will be there anyway. Yeah, I'll be well, playing on the Monday. listening to this, cool. it's sold out, so they can't get tickets. Exactly. So oh. no, I'm joking. Yeah. No, check on Tixel if will you're really desperate for a ticket. Jump on Tixel, guys. Will you post the recording? Yeah. Yeah. If, if this year, so this is the fourth year, obviously, of ESO. I've played each year. And each year, my recorder has stuffed up my set when I've re- tried to record it. Okay. So this year, we're going to work a way to make it foolproof. Is okay. this where you need to employ Trent Off Media to come can, and do it for you? No, honestly, can yep. we do this? Yeah, we can. Oh, we, we can work it out. Thank you. Yep. Done. Day made already. We'll talk about um, We charge 200 an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, if, no, if, if anyone that is listening, though, does actually want they're set recorded anytime they're playing out and they don't have the equipment or the know-how, just send me an inbox and I'll come and help you out. Oh, see, look at that, guys. Yep. Love that. Then we, then we maybe post them to our DoofTube live SoundCloud as well. Yeah, do it. To double, double, double share the love. Yeah, yep. well, uh, lock, lock it in, Eddie. Cool. Because uh, I'll be needing your assistance. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I um, with my sets, I really strive to look for a lot of artists, whether they're local or international, that aren't well-known. I don't just go, run through the Beatport Top 100. Like, if you do, like, good on ya, but there's more out there than that. Like, dig deep. Uh, I, I like to play a lot of artists. So, um, that yeah, that I ran them off to uh, an international, a friend, because uh, he wanted to know what I played. And I said, I know you're a big-timer, but I'm... I'm going to just put it out there. You ain't going to know 90% of the names that I, <laughs> I run off. And he goes, yep. try me. Tell him. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, you should look them up. Who did you say that to? Good. Uh, that was to, oh, 
brain just had a brain but his name's Joe. Oh, uh, but see, like it's funny because I, I, I know their real name. <laughs> I was trying to stitch <laughs> it. It's stitching up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I just like to the reason why I don't play a lot of artists that aren't as well known is because play the artists that aren't well known. They're trying to get their music out there. Yeah. I'm a big supporter of that. That's why I have my own show on Kiss FM and mm-hmm. I try to get as many locals uh, from around Australia. I've had a couple of internationals. That's great and everything yeah. and everyone knows them. That's cool. But getting the up and comers or people that are producing some mm-hmm. bloody wicked tunes that you have to dig deep on Beatport to yeah. grab, play them, support those artists. I buy all their tracks. Yeah, when can we find? When can we hear your show on Kiss FM? My next show on Kiss FM is actually next Friday, which is the Friday of Esoteric. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got a show already regular, uh, already set up with James Corbett as my what time guest. It's eleven thirty p.m. to one a.m. on cool. Kiss FM. So, so is that every Friday, every second Friday, every or? third Friday at the yep. moment. It will be changing to monthly, which will be the yep. first Friday of every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the moment, it's every third Friday. Cool. So uh, yeah, you can just jump on Kiss FM. Uh, so Kiss FM. Dot, uh, sorry, Kiss FM Australia. Dot com. Dot au, and they have Australia. the <laughs> Kiss FM mm-hmm. Australia. Mm-hmm. And you can always like download the app from the App Store. Yeah. Yep, cool. And uh, back to what you're saying about, I guess, playing those unknown tracks. We uh, like to say it's like digging for gold around yeah. here. Like sometimes you've got to sift through a lot of shit to get to the good ones. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I'm all about that support. Like you know, I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, I play tracks that you don't have." No, I play tracks from artists that need to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, what's which artists do we need to hear the most? Oh, I've, there's a few that like. Uh, so, Maitika, uh, Terra, Kramer. Um, it's, it's so hard because they've all got really like eccentric names and yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I do is um, on a couple of my sets that I post on my SoundCloud, uh, I I do do track some lists. track listings. Yep, yeah, cool. so I, I actually should do that a little bit more often. So yep. I will do that just to credit them. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um. Well, before we get to the end, um, Julian, you always got to tell me which order we do it in. Do we do the gift first or the question first? You ask first a question, then once she's thinking about it, you prepare the gift. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Thank you. See, Jasper, you take notes on that, so I've got to remember. Okay. Um, okay, so question we always finish the show with. As a loyal listener, you should know what's coming, right? No, I don't know. I don't think I've watched the end. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> you can't stay to the end. Well, hopefully people have stuck around for the end of this one. I hope so. Mm. I, got, I, I got some new ice today as well. Shout out to Nomad. DJ from Mexico is over here at the moment. How good's that? That. Check it out. Um, yeah, you have to check out our photo online for people listening to Cute. see what I'm talking about. Um, Tradesoft.com slash Miss Jade. So the question is, if you could ask any person from any time, living or dead, any question, who would you ask and what is the question? So as you ponder that, people can find you on Instagram at Miss Jade Official. They can also find you on SoundCloud at Miss Jade Facebook at Miss Jade, at my own at Miss Jade, at Altham Training Centre as Miss Jade. Um, we've got for you, as a thank you for coming along today, we usually like to have a special wine uh, for people, but we also know, well, I remember it returned to the source um, that you had a VB and I had some Jack and you're like, perfect trade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, there you go. Oh not God, not sponsored by you. the show. 
Um, I did speak to our PR department. I was going to get the big one, but uh, our budget's been cut apparently. So if anyone wants to sponsor the show so we can provide our guests with more love, um, we've got the grapes and the chocolates and the lovely bloom sparkling. Mm. But um, if anyone does want to, want to sponsor the TV podcast so we can share our guests with better piss, yep. um, <laughs> uh, hit me up at trainsoft.com. I'm supporting that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so did I get all the plugs in right? Yeah, did you I miss did. Anything? Yeah, Michelle's yep. official on everything. You're going, on, going on tour. Yep. Yep. Tour yep. Melbourne, Esoteric. Yeah, right. I can't wait for ESO next week. I've got a great uh, show ready to go because I have two performers that uh, yep. work with me at my big shows. Cool. Um, my number one girl, CJ, she's just incredible and I've just got a new girl, Erica, on board. Yep. So we're going to, yeah. So are they dancing? And... They dance, they hoop, they fan, they yep. everything. They'll, awesome. They'll, you won't want to take your eyes off them. Okay, that's yeah, good. So it doesn't matter what you wear then. No. Even though it sounds like with the underwater theme, you're going to just be dressed in some sort of fishy suit, I guess. A legit, that's what we're, we're going to come as like uh, mermaids in a net. Yep. <laughs> Caught in the net. All right. Um, yeah. Be careful if Richard Gear rocks up. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he like to swim with the fishes? Is that a. Oh. Does he? I don't know. <laughs> Is that what they say on South Park? Or, I, don't know. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched South Park in years. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Anyway, I digress. Who would you ask the question to? And what is the question, Miss you know Jade? Uh, just following on, uh, you know, events and stuff that I've been to and asked to watch no matter who they were, I definitely would just want to talk to Prince. I'd want to talk mm-hmm. to him. And I'd want to ask him to teach me everything he knows. Yeah. I would just, I would just want to sit... I just want to sit in his presence, like, and just listen to him speak. Honestly, I probably wouldn't even have to ask him anything. Yep. Uh, definitely, that would be my dream. If I could ask Prince anything, it would be, "Can we go and purify, purify ourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka?" <laughs> You've seen the Chappelle Show, right? No. <laughs> Come on. Show. Okay, if anybody who's listening to this has not watched the Chappelle Show and the Prince scenes with Charlie Murphy. Oh it will change your life. Really? And it is probably the best comedy skits ever done and I'm not underselling that at all. Really? 100%. Okay. That's so why that's, you that's so why that's now my homework. That's I why you didn't go get watch the Chappelle show. That's why you didn't get my Unity joke earlier either. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway. I'm a big TV watcher. Yeah, but this isn't this I'm is a yeah. Watcher. Uh so do you have any questions for moi? Uh who's your next guest? Ah, uh, wow. We have lots of good content about to come out on the Doof Tube. Yes, you're saying. So uh, anyone who saw the recent promo stuff we did, we've got we at Pentagon, thanks mm-hmm. to Robin and Codex Bookings and also Joel, we interviewed Foxy, mm-hmm. who we just mentioned, and he's been one that I idolise and have all the questions of the Sounds of the Universe for, which he man. answers so much of. Um, and also Mandragora and 4i20. Yep. So we're interviewing 4i20 and kind of got gate crashed mid-interview by uh, Mandragora, which is pretty funny. So um, that one will be coming out soon. We Freedom Fighters will be the next one we release yes. um, probably next week. Mm-hmm. So he was just out here. He just got his release with Merkabah, which also uh, donated the funds to the bushfire relief because um, he was originally supposed to come out for Rainbow. Yes. And we interviewed Jacob at Pentagon as well with Mr. Perspective, Julian Lapape, awesome. um, which is a cool one as well. He's just a cool dude covered in tats who loves tunes. And Dream Vibes was in that chair about a year ago. Um, and it kind of got lost amongst all of our paradigm ones, and it's time for that one to come out. Yeah, Because he is adorable, and the Dream Vibes one is very good. So big thanks to Julian who put all the videos together on that one. Also thanks to Rain Flavel who's come and helped video him. Thanks to Jasper who's here today. Uh, and what else is coming up? Well, that's 
that's our main international lineup for the next month or so. Mm-hmm. We've also got some talk and ball podcasts we've got with a couple of ex NBL players. Yep. So we're doing a few more, more of the sporting ones now. That's cool. Um, we did some down at the Pran Summer Jam a couple of weeks ago. I interviewed my cousin who's just started punting for the University of California. Um, Golden Bears as well on a scholarship, so through Pro Kick. So we're branding out the TV podcast a little bit more than just techno, but keeping it all relative to what's going on here. Because at the end of the day, our mission statement is learning from those we love and respect to uh, learn from learning from our experiences to better our futures. So whether that's in music or sport or just general life, um, it's going to keep expanding, and that is the plan. Um, but our next Aussie guest is going to be a local, one of my best mates who absolutely smashes it everywhere. He gets very loose, but not as loose as the dance floor gets when he plays his tunes. I will leave it at that. Oh, okay. That's exciting. Cliffhanger. So thanks for setting me up for the big promo there. Um, My pleasure. Thank you for your uh, words of wisdom and your uh, vision mission statement. I really... uh Really love that. Cheers. Um, we also look forward to, I think, coming out in the next couple of weeks, uh, the Rhythm of Broad Boys are touring Nanaplex. Amazing. Ben Coder's back in town with Chris Williams before they've got Noisley Festival in July in the UK. But he, they were our first international guest and we always love those boys. So looking forward to seeing them uh, in a few weeks. And I can guarantee you that I will definitely be playing some Aboga Tech and Digital Structures at Esoteric, which is where you'll be able to find us next week. Well, it'll be this weekend by the time people are listening to this because this will go up very soon. So thank you very much. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks, boys. Jasper, did you learn everything you need to know? Yes, of course. Yes. And Julian, bonsoir, you French faggot. (laughs) Obrigados. Vamos. Wow, no messing around. Let's get straight into this one. Our track of the week from Melbourne girl, Steph Weiser. You can find her at Weiser, W-I-S-E-R, full stop, all capital letters. This track is pure ignis or pure inus. I don't really know how to say it. I'm not Latin enough, but look it up. P-U-R-A space I-G-N-I-S. First met Steph a year ago at Esoteric. She's going to be playing before me this week. She's closing the uh, night time at the Bush Techno stage. Then I've got the sunrise set. So from 6 a.m. till 8 a.m. on the Bush Techno at Esoteric Festival, it will be absolutely hum dingling along. This is her latest track. It's a release today on Oxytech Records. So jump on Beatport and get it now. Here it comes. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, everybody. Say it esoteric. Obrigado.
version of this tune, jump on to Beatport and check out Wiser, W-I-S-E-R. Full stop. Be right in this. Thanks everybody for downloading. Obrigados. Vamos. Peace, love and rainbows, baby.